Welcome back to Fortune and Strife. I'm your narrator and host, Bayushi Sunichi, also known as Robert Fulkerson. We appreciate you uh, sticking with us after uh, these uh, last couple of months. I've had a bit of a uh, medical issue that caused me to not be able to use half of my face. It was called Bell's Palsy, and uh, it generally tends to uh, interfere with one's ability to uh, speak and enunciate. So it's luckily just temporary. So uh, with uh, my recovery well underway and things getting back to where I uh, think they were, I think we're about ready to start up with some new episodes of Fortune and Strife for you all. So we really appreciate you sticking with us and hope you're looking forward to the new episodes as much as we are. To uh, start with that, we're going to give you a little bit of an in-character recap with uh, Gen and Rishi giving you kind of their thoughts and uh, experiences as uh, they've experienced them so far in Season 2. And then we'll get back to new episodes shortly to finish off Season 2 and then start Season 3. Thank you so much, and here we go. Thanks, Robert. This is Jeannie Calvar. I am playing Doji again, and I'm super excited that you are getting better and that we can be back on the air. So, uh, coming from Gen's point of view, Richie hasn't woken up yet. <sighs> oh, Sueno, what are we even doing here? When we heard from my dear friend Suzume Ryuji that his wife died leaving him a young daughter, I had no idea what I was dragging you into, my love. His daughter Mariko proved to be a Nishinkin, hunted by the phoenix. But it was the fortune Inari in the end who truly wanted her, and her agent, the Kitsune, who we had known as a friend, as Shishiro Bisho, who acted in the matter. She took Ryuji and Mariko in the end, but was stuck in Nengendo, a mortal woman, until her power and rage at the Kitsune clan members turning on Bisho caused her to break free. But you know all that. Still, the backlash, Sueno. That, I am sure, is what ripped us out of the place where we were, there at K Kuden Kitsune. At least, as best as I could tell. It flung us into this forsaken desert beyond the edges of the Empire. You and I, Richie and one of the Kitsune guards, Kitsune Haate. Inari blindly sent us to the desert to die. But just as we were about to surrender to our end, after we'd lost everything, then she saves us? I, I still don't understand. Maybe I never will. You're right, of course. We were saved. We were found by scouts, from the army of the emir Harun ibn Abbas, who, with great compassion, took us in and, and nursed us to health. He brought us to the capital city of these lands, Al-Zuwira, and his estates here. And he has helped us to become accustomed to this place, at least a little. We've all tried to learn their language and their ways, but it hasn't been easy. Even the emir is very content to dress us in his clothing and jewels, but he keeps us as a prize, safe and available to answer all his questions. But perhaps he wishes to use us to break the unicorn monopoly on trade. He's not to let us go. It's a cage, however beautiful and mysterious and filled with precious things. This is a dangerous place, Sueno. The Sultan rules all. Harun ibn Mamur ibn Jafar al-Hakim. He is a decadent man. Some others here despise us as threats or simply out of our ignorance of their ways. 
that must be what drove the Sultan's man, Ismail Afara, to try to attack me. I guess. That or I stumbled so badly before them that I caused great offense by mistake. I can't rule it out. Ricci jumped in and challenged him to a duel. And they drew blood on each other. No winners, no losers. Both were hurt. The Sultan cannot be happy to see Ricci do such to his favored one. And no one here will underestimate us anymore, Sueno. Our position got a lot more dangerous. We need to get out of here. And that is an excellent recap there, Jeannie. Uh, thank you for that. My name is Tyler, and I play Akoto Ricci here on Fortune and Strife, and I'm so very happy to be coming back to here and recording and playing uh, with everyone again. At this point, I'll go ahead and give you a little bit of a letter that Ricci has been writing the day after we last left off. To my flower, Kitsune Mi... No, no, that won't do. <clears throat> Matsu Akari, I send word to you from the land of the burning sands. I do not know if this letter will reach you, but in the ancestors' graces that it does, you deserve to know what has happened to me. After I last wrote you in the lands of the Kitsune, we were tasked with setting things correctly with the divine. I fear I was somewhat dishonest with you in my last missive. Lady Sin was actually the fortune of rice in disguise. I was bound by divine oath to keep them safe, and for that, I apologize for my misdirection. We were alerted that our companion, Shishura Bisho, along with the Lady Sin, were captured by the Kitsune guards, and was in the process of being tortured. Myself and Doji Gen set off to rescue him and Lady Sin. We confronted the guards, and in the process, were cast about the lands. Doji Gen, Kitsune Hayate, and myself were landed into the burning sands. There, we were rescued by a passing merchant convoy headed to El Zahura. Z mm. uh, how do you write that again? El Zahura. No, that's not it either. Al Zawira? Yeah, that's it. That's it. Al Zawira. There, we were rescued by a passing merchant convoy headed to El Zawira. We were esteemed guests within Amir Harun ibn Abbas's palace. However, this is feeling more like a prison than a residential stay. We were treated with respect, but we are not allowed to wander. We are under constant guard, as if we are not to be trusted. It is very unsettling. I feel like I've grown closer to Kitsune-san. He is fairly impulsive and quick to anger. It reminds me a lot of your brother, Hirota. However, he, as well as Gin and Sueno, are good anchors to home in this foreign land. Last night, we engaged in politics for the first time. It reminds me somewhat of imperial politics, albeit more brutal. There is a clear hierarchy between the various vassals of the ruler, the sultan. Gin's words in their strange tongue swam through the smoke-clouded air as a koi through water. This angered one of the sultan's lovers, and his attempt on Gin would have succeeded if it were not for my intervention. Our clash was bloody. It was also inconclusive, as the sultan interceded upon his lover's harm. A curious culture, this one. The fight was intended to be to the death, but the Sultan stepped in. I am afraid that a blow to my head did not leave me with much more memory after that. I apparently was told that this will leave a nice scar, but I'm not so certain about that. I vow to return to the Matsu estate as soon as I am able. I do not know how long we will be stuck here. Your betrothed, Okoto Ricci.